Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, Tuesday, the 9th of January. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Congratulations to Oxenduck, who is the person who won that money. Chris Dunn, didn't see that coming. Uh, I'm, this is the uh, $300 uh, fantasy basketball World Cup qualifier, not the other more important thing. 100000 I mean, you probably did well on that too. But <laughs> Nick Richards came back and did all right. After a tough start, uh, Zubats is still playing a lot of minutes, even when Nurkic only played 21 minutes in that game. And they were like, okay, we're just going to let Zubats smash on whoever this is. So another good thing to see there. Um, I didn't feel too bad. I, you know, Denny's going off about one third of the time. If I, if I get a Denny going off game, great. Fading uh, fading Brown was a debatable decision. He wasn't in the actual um, 100K winner, though. So... And Middleton was so who knows um but congrats to the winners in any case and uh yeah you know that that's I won that two days ago I don't care three hundred dollars about that um which is good because it's a qualifier and almost nobody wins so you got to take your shots and yeah you got to play with money that you can lose so bye bye money don't really care that much so for today we have two important pieces of news and sad news at that Sad to hear about Ja Morant out for the rest of the year, but good news for Desmond Bain, good news for under-projected, under-owned Jaron Jackson Jr., Aldama if he gets the minutes, Marcus Smart now. We've got to make sure all these guys have the correct projections. So let's go to Memphis just to show you what I did with their projections. Marcus Smart, I bumped him up to 36. I think a little higher was actually justified based on what we were just looking at, right? Where's that Core.Q? Oh, right. That was a picture of Core.Q. So... Yeah, he was at 35. So I put him at 36 just because I think, I don't know. I'm not sure what. Yeah, okay, fine. 35 is probably fine. I need to be overly aggressive. And then Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. I just think I don't, yeah, people are really not ready for the ceiling without jaw. Excuse me. I guess I am a little sick. I might have to cancel my basketball uh, for tonight. Because I sound terrible and I look terrible. Even if I don't feel terrible, that's not really what being sick is about, right, guys? You're going to project being nice to the world as well. I don't understand Biombo and why Saberson projects him for fewer minutes. Yeah, he could get in foul trouble, but you take care of that with rules, not with missed projections. Or his average is high. Um, Vince Williams, 29, a little bit higher than he's coming in. I don't think I want to be more than the field on Vince Williams, though. He's just like, he had a great last game. I acknowledge that he had a great last game with several stocks. Might not get there in a regular game. Uh, you know what, though? Bane and Triple J are both very in play, very live. Um, I want to be at least having 2x in play and possibly 3x in play on these guys. How did that make my Bane exposure go down? Oh, because it went to maximum Jaron Jackson. Okay. Well, I don't love that. We'll see if we'll see if that sticks. But obviously, you want to you want a lot of the guys from the teams that have incorrect pricings so a lot of memphis guys currently this adds up to what 95 135 165 two i have two memphis guys in every team and on average and on detroit i have uh 1.4 guys because so Cade cunningham is out that's the news on uh, for at least a few days and the projections are just not there so i, I also in, included a rule that i think is going to be important for ivy burks and hayes because i'm pretty sure i mean i haven't looked at the we just don't have a good enough sample with Cade out for me to look at rotations, I think. But let me know if you guys have found a game where Cade was out with rotations. I didn't do that before this. But my general sense is that 
hot hand between Hayes, Burks, and Ivy. Somebody get in foul trouble, they get buried on the bench. Someone hits shots, they get to stay. And it's not clear to me, like these guys, I don't know if they all have point guard eligibility. So Burks is not technically a point guard, but he he can handle the ball. Like they, they don't care really that it be one of Ivy or Hayes. I'm pretty sure. Hey, you know what? I can check that out. A popcorn machine and go to home and we go to the last Detroit game and we just have a look. So I don't want to say stuff to you guys that's like not at all researched. So Cade was running the point is what makes this tough. When Cade went out, Killian Hayes and Alec, Alec Burks both came in. You have them playing alongside each other exclusively. Killian Hayes and Alec Burks. And Ivy was being subbed out, but also playing alongside the playing alongside the two of them? No. Oh, this is Burks and this is Hayes. Yeah. So you have Ivy, Burks, and Hayes, all three in the game for a significant stretch. Oh, after, okay, so that's immediately what happened after Cade got hurt. So after Cade comes out of the game, we immediately see a lot of Ivy, Hayes, and Burks together. But then in the second half, they decide they don't want to do that, and they split Burks and Hayes minutes. Is that who's coming in for each other? Yeah. And Ivy goes out and is replaced by Alsar Thompson. So, uh, but then they play together for a little while. I don't know what to say about this rotation, but please feel free to read some tea leaves and have some guesses here. It's important. I just don't know what to say about this rotation. Number one, Isaiah Livers playing 31 minutes was fine. I mean, is that what we're projecting? I assume not. There was a lot of minutes. Yeah, we're projecting 24 minutes for him. He got 31. So got to add a few minutes here to uh, Livers' do docket. I think he is going to get more, more minutes in a competitive game. He's not a great point-per-minute guy, so we're not slamming him, but we're above the field on Livers for sure. That's not accident points. So there's also a possibility if you're a Wiseman fan. I am not a Wiseman fan, but you could add a Duran-Wiseman fork if you wanted to. I just think all of the upside is with Duran, and I'm still not even getting to Duran. So. Now, anybody from the teams that aren't important stand out? Yes. There is still a guy being underprojected. His name is Isaiah Hardenstein. They are going nuts. I, I want to pull up the game just because it's it's in, incredible the amount they are playing Isaiah Hardenstein. I've never, I mean, I've never seen a team just completely change the usage of their center in the middle of the year quite this way. With New York, there's just one New York team. Okay. But they're just playing him so, so much. He played 39 minutes. Just like He's he's jamming. I thought they played since then. Didn't they play recently? I guess not. Well, Hardenstein is getting out there, man. When they give him 39 minutes, 39 minutes, if he doesn't get in foul trouble, he could play 39 minutes. So honestly, I'm only projecting him for like 38 minutes. When I go to 40, 40 fantasy points, you can go higher. So for me, best plays on the slate right now, unfortunately, are like Killian Hayes, Vince Williams, and Isaiah Hartenstein, just because of their increased opportunities in the, in the situations they're in. But those guys are all just, I mean, Hartenstein's great. Hartenstein's definitely core compared to the rest of these guys. And if he's still going to be 15%, that's just a huge mistake. I'm going to drive a truck through it. But Malik Monk, I don't know where that's coming from. If he has sh shots, sure, but I'm never going more than 30%. Malik Monk, there's not a, not a situation where that's possible. Quickly, another guy who is just still not being projected for his role. 38 is what you got to project if quickly is getting a point. Like if he's not getting in massive amounts of foul trouble more quickly, you should have more, uh, what's his name? 
Barrett, they're still projecting him for his New York usage. I mean, it's not great. You're not jamming Barrett today, but you're, you should have a sprinkle of Barrett. You should have a fair amount of, um, yeah, Kennard wasn't appropriately projected either. You got to make sure you have him properly up. I have my max two of three Minnesota bigs, and I added a new rule, max two of three Detroit guards, like I was mentioning at the beginning, for Hayes, Burks, and that other guy who's up here. Hayes, Burks, and I guess he's not as good of a value. Ivy is somewhere down there. But yeah, I think it's not clear to me who's going to, what, what that rotation is going to be like, and I think two of them could really smash. It's possible three of them smash together. I just think that that chance is below 5% for me. So if you're running 150, you don't have to run the rule. You can just increase all three of their projections. Okay. So that's probably all the crazy things I got to say for you today. At this time, have I said, oh yeah, my Nas, I get to a fair amount of Nas Reed with my Minnesota rule as well. And a fair amount of Jaron Jackson. You know what? That's a, the guys here at the top are okay as a core. Hardenstein, Vince Williams Jr. and Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, you probably want to get a sprinkle of Hayes or Burks in there as well. But I just, if, if Hayes is really going to be 50%, I just don't have that confidence in this rotation. What I've done with the Detroit guys, with those um, with those point guards, is I've made them all one third. I think the chance is a third of Ivy, a third max of Hayes, and a third max of Burks. I just cannot trust the coaching situation, even with there just being three of them. I see how few of them there are now without Cade. I just don't trust what's going to happen in that game. Could be something really gross. <laughs> Just prepare yourself for that if you back up the truck on. Let's make sure we've talked about all the chalk. Zaire Williams, get out of town. Not going to be playing more than 15% Zaire Williams under any circumstance. He still has to hit shots. He's he's still a guy who's not going to give you a ton of peripheral stats. So maybe I don't want to be more less than half the field on Zaire. But I, I cannot see myself getting to more than 30% Zaire even though I'll, I'll I'll grant you he is a pretty solid value, but there's a lot of solid values out there today. So don't just go to gravitate to the one that like the computer spits out for you. Make sure your heart is in it. Okay. So that's, uh, yeah, believe in yourself. Listen to your heart. And remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Yes.